Hey guys, it's Jesse and Hannah, and welcome back to Maybe We've Been a Little Too Harsh. Maybe we've been a little too harsh. Hmm. <laughs> that one sounded very new. I had to make sure. I'm like very worried that I'm gonna accidentally fall back on the same stupid little melody, so I have to do ones that make no <laughs> logical sense <laughs> instead. And just sing yeah. random notes for each word and <laughs> see how it comes together. You know what? It's working so far. Thank you. Thank you very much. Eli. I swear to God. Eli wasn't there so, the last time we recorded. We traded Eli for Benny and it was such a great decision. And It was great. It was way calmer. You didn't have to yell at anyone. I know. I could yell at Benny, but like, it's not as fun as yelling at Eli. Mm, yeah. I mean, also, Benny wasn't trying to, like, eat your headphones. True, true. If they did, I would yell at them. I'm an equal opportunity headphone protector. That's valid. Yeah. Yeah. So, how have you been? Um, good. Uh, grad school continues to completely overwhelm me, so I'm ignoring it. Um, I can't can't believe I have less than two weeks left in the semester, um, because there's so much final stuff to do, including writing a 20-page paper that I haven't started. Um, but I'm not thinking about that. Wow. I'm not thinking Mm. about it. Um, that's just tucked away. Um, my Thanksgiving was lovely. I celebrated with Mm -hmm. my parents and my sister and my brother-in-law and the baby and Benny. So all the Mm -hmm. people in my little bubble. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was really nice. And then we did Thanksgiving part two yesterday because we had so many leftovers. Okay. And, um, I'm getting married exactly two weeks from today, which means I really need to step up my skincare. That's fucking crazy. I know. Yeah. Okay. So maybe like... Maybe it would be good to start that paper so that you're not stressed, like, right when the wedding is happening. Yeah, let's do two days before the wedding. Fuck. Yeah. Well, at least you'll get two days that are, like, only about the wedding. Exactly. And the wedding is, like, planned. Like, it's so small. Yeah. It's, it's like, whatever. So, um, it's fine. My veil hasn't shipped yet, though, and I'm nervous about that. Uh-uh. I know. I have another yeah. veil, but I don't want to wear it, so... Mm. Yeah. It's, well, at least you'll have another opportunity to wear this other veil. Yeah. But I just, I don't like the veil that I have, so I got a new one. Whatever. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? Nothing. Nothing at all. Oh, I have okay. three patrons on my fanfiction Patreon now. Yay! Yay! Um, and I've almost finished Nano for my fanfic. I'm at like 48,500. I've been, like, watching you post about your progress yeah. every, like, day or so. Yeah. It's very exciting very to jealous. spend all this time and words on stuff that no one will read and give me any money for. That's not true. You know people read your fanfic. I know. You just aren't really getting paid for it, I you know? know? It's just, it's frustrating because, like, I feel like I should be writing a book and I feel guilty about it and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Well, you know, let yourself enjoy this. And yeah. then if you want to write a book afterwards, then, like cool you got to write one thing that you really like doing mm-hmm. but that you can't really get paid for and one that you can't entangled wants to move me to two books a year which is great oh shit but i only have one book finished and ready to go right now um besides yes yeah, so you have to start besides one that's going out so i have to at least come up with a proposal which means i have to write 50 pages um of the two yeah. ideas that i have i have like five pages of one and eight of the other or something like they're not started um Oof. So I got to figure out which one of those I want to pitch. Mm, and I have yeah. no idea which one. But that could be really good. Yeah, that could be very good. Yeah. Um. Okay, how about you? 
Um, I finished doing all of the squares for the Harry Styles cardigan oh, nice. that I'm making for myself. Um, so now I'm working on the collar, um, and then I have to do the cuffs and the bottom of the thing, like the edge. Um, I don't know how the fuck else to explain it. And then also, like, join the squares together, which I... I've never done that before, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Um, this whole cardigan was a lot of, like things that I'd never done, a lot of stitches I had never done, and I basically stopped knitting, like, when I came to college. Like, mm. I stopped doing it. So this is, like, the first time I've knitted in, like, four or five years. Um, and it's pretty much fine. It's, like, really like getting on a bicycle. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of muscle memory there. Um, other than that, I had, on Sunday... I had a TikTok that I made go oh, viral. Yeah. So it was very exciting. Um, I do these like videos of like putting on my makeup, but it's like with a macro lens. So it's like very zoomed in and very like just the details. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of fun and exciting. I'm debating whether or not I make a separate Instagram for makeup because I am worried that it's annoying to the people who follow me because I'm a person that they know or think is attractive so therefore they're following me yeah but I also feel like that's the only thing I have to post about right now you know so then what happens when you know my life is a little bit more normal and I still want to make makeup content then like I don't know I don't want to like over post I'm like on the fence about it I did kind of make an account just to like claim the username mm-hmm. just in case um but we'll see i'm like on the fence i don't know anyways um and other than that i what the fuck i had off all last week we had thanksgiving i told my dad i was gonna help with it i did not just <laughs> fine i didn't actually want to help um and then yeah oh no 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 that's not the only thing is that my mom was really close with our uh neighbor ethel um who had liver cancer she died like yesterday um at like 3 a.m and then today was my pop-up's anniversary of his death so like r.i.p to my mom yeah yeah she basically like treated Ethel like she was her second mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and my cousin has theorized that my mom never, like, properly grieved because, like, Ethel was still there. So, like, she didn't have to grieve that much because she still had this other person. But now she's... That's it. There's yeah. no more old people for her <laughs> to, like, pretend are her parents. <laughs> now she's the old person. Oh, Lord. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um... She hasn't really been around very much since um, Ethel passed, so I have no idea how she's doing. Mm. Not a clue. My family and I have gotten addicted to uh, Ninja Warrior. Cool. So I've been doing a lot of watching that. Oh, and I watched... This is relevant to our our podcast listeners and you and me as lesbians, (laughs) is that I have... I just watched The Happiest Season. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, but I am going to see it, so I don't want to be spoiled. Okay, yes, I will not spoil you, um, and I'm very excited to hear your thoughts okay. once you watch it. I know so. that people really wanted uh, Kirsten Stewart and Aubrey Plaza to end up together, and were really disappointed that that didn't happen. 
Yes, because Aubrey Plaza's character was really great and very... She was very hot in this movie, yeah. so... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of um, parallels in the costume design in terms of how they dressed Kristen Stewart and how they dressed Aubrey Plaza um, in terms of, like, the cut of things, but the color, like, profile of Aubrey Plaza's clothes match the color profile of the girlfriend's mm. clothes. So, like... I don't know. It's I could think more about that and talk more about that, but <laughs> I will let you have your own experience with this movie. Um, and it was directed by the girl who's um, in. She's a woman. She's old now, but she <laughs> was the love interest in "But I'm a Cheerleader," which I have not seen. What the fuck? That's like the only good lesbian movie I've that exists. Oh God. You really gotta watch it. I it's know, amazing. I know, I know. The set design is like so like mm, it's like everything is like plastic and like super vibrant. I love it. Speaking of lesbian movies, oh. I have this urge to watch Disobedience again. And I don't know what is wrong with <laughs> me. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't you dare watch that shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no, no. Me is like watch it again. No. I, no. I there know. are way better sad awful lesbian movies <laughs> i read the wikipedia summary for it instead and i think that stated the desire but yeah something in me is just like yeah. feels unfinished with that movie no i hated that movie so much oh we're gonna watch you heather's? did too when we watched it yes i know i did oh say benny says so. we're watching heather's tonight sick oh fuck yeah i love heather's yeah. are you watching like uh, the movie or, like, the stage version? The movie, I believe. Have you never seen it? I have, many, many times. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. I have not seen the stage version. I haven't seen it, but, like, I've heard all the music and I've seen, like, clips. Um, cool. Yeah. Okay. Queer Folk. Yeah, you said you have a lot of things to say I about do. that episode. I do. I mean, there's a lot of Brian and Justin in this episode. Yes. There's a lot yes, that happens. Yes, there was. Um, yeah. But that's not all that happens. We have Debbie going on a date with Horvath and... Yeah. Um, George dies. Yeah. Which is very sad. Yeah, it was really sad. And I, like, didn't... I feel like I kind of expected it, but I also didn't expect it. Like, this is a very common storyline. Yeah. You have an old man with a young person the old man will die while they're having sex it always happens yes but it's so it's kind of annoying but emmett truly loved him and it was i know which is what made it worse mm -hmm. and it was really sad that they and i don't fucking emmett was never in it for the money you know and george never saw emmett as just a sex toy they always yeah they really connected and it's my favorite relationship that emmett ever has Fuck. He has others that I like. Okay. Um, but I like this one a lot. Sad. Yeah. Well, I find it interesting that you said that there's a lot of Brian and Justin in this episode because my when I'm thinking about what I remember seeing, I remember Debbie. I remember Emmett. <laughs> well, don't and... worry. I will talk about Brian and Justin. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, like, I remember the weird party scene yeah, with Justin. Yeah, like, that was really it, This though. is a really popular uh, plot line for fanfic to explore. Stuff like, what if Justin mm. didn't get away from the party? Or what if Brian found him afterwards? 
or stuff like I, that. Why, why, why though? Why would they explore that? This is the only okay ending to this scene. Because fanfiction explores sexual assault all the time. Horrendous. No. I don't know why you would want to like write that. I write to, like, you like okay, it. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not what I'm trying to express. And I realize that I'm expressing it badly. What I'm trying to say is like your favorite character you you feel this need for catharsis by writing the like assault version of an ending to that scene yeah you write about the general that you've you. experienced in order happening to characters that you love in order to process it it's very common i mean i understand that i guess it makes more sense when you like put more concrete like reasons as to why someone would yeah write this. I've, I've written someone asked me to write a fic once where justin didn't get away from the party and i wrote it and i wrote it because mm. i wanted to write one that was different from most of the rape fics you see that wasn't over the top and mm. exaggerated and where everyone wasn't acting out of character because i felt that i could do it because i had that experience and because i'm a good writer and because i know the characters really well yeah um and it's actually one of my favorite things that i've written i think it turned out really well um mm. yeah and it's i mean it's like i think common. that kind of makes sense when i think about like you as a writer as well yeah, like I based off of what i know all the time. well but also like you know you love justin so much yes you know and okay i like justin too i think he's a great character and my instinct when watching this scene is like like i want to protect him yeah you know which i'm sure is kind of your gut reaction too that's like kind of what it's supposed to exactly. be exactly it's like, about writing other but characters you have protecting and caring mm -hmm. about him yeah and i feel like you have a i'm not gonna say like an easier time but like this is one of the things that like makes your writing so good is that you're able to like get past like what you feel should happen in order to like write a really good story yeah you know what you i have mean to put aside what you, you want know, it's like less what, obvious what makes sense for mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for the story yeah okay i guess that makes more sense yeah i just couldn't do it you know <laughs> i think i mean for me it's something that i as much as someone can enjoy something like this i enjoy writing about sexual assault because i don't like the way that it's done very often and because i mm -hmm. do feel like i have things yeah. to say about it and the writing that I like to do is when I feel like I have things to say. I also really love the genres called hurt comfort fan fiction where one character's beat up and the other mm. character takes care of them. It's very common trope. It's basically yeah, all I write. Yeah. Um, Queer folks basically that or it's just like pornography and I don't write pornography. So, um, uh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, Cause I don't care about sex. So obviously I'm not out there writing sex scenes. Um, whatever yeah. there's sex, I'm just like, and then they had sex and then I just move on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Um, like I'm not into it. So, um, it's very common. And when you're in that headspace, it's kind of like, we make fun of each other for it, but it's like, what's the worst thing that can happen to this character? And then everybody rallies around them and takes care mm -hmm. of them. And it's like, it's a fun way to mm. play with relationship tropes and to play with relationship yeah. dynamics between two characters. It happens a lot when there's something that you mm -hmm. really liked in the show. Like, I really love the arc after the bashing when Brian is taking care of Justin. So it's like, let's yeah. have more yeah. of that. And mm. a lot of times people like it for role reversal, too. Like, right now, at this point in the series, we haven't seen Justin really taking care of Brian at any point. So people who were really into Brian might say, what would happen if Brian got sick and Justin took care of him? Mm. What would that look like? How would that play into their dynamic? 
Yeah. I mean, we did kind of have a role reversal of sorts, like, at the end. Yes. Um, and we will talk about Justin, that. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe we should start with them, because okay. we're already kind of talking right. about them. So, uh, before we get too heavy into them, I want to point out that there are three separate occasions in this episode when someone calls Justin Bryan's boyfriend, and Bryan does not object to it any of the three times. Oh, wow. I totally did not notice that. I will that. go over them for you. Ted says, I would go crazy. If, if I were Brian, I would go crazy if people were ogling my boyfriend. Brian sidles up and uh-huh, said, uh-huh. Uh, I must be imagining things, but I heard you say, if you were me, does not question the boyfriend part. Two, I just held up my middle finger back. So two, Saberstein comes up to them and says, I'm not paying you to make out with your boyfriend. Yes, yes, yes. Third, it's actually my favorite one. It's when um, they're sitting at, Ted and Brian are getting extremely drunk. And Ted's saying, Yes, have- I love that scene. Yes, me too. Oh my God. And Ted's saying, And you have Justin, and uh, Emmett has George, and Michael has Ben. Why don't I have anyone? And Brian says, The reason you don't have a boyfriend is you don't want one. So he has just qualified Justin as his boyfriend. So yep. those are exciting moments for me uh, as someone yeah. who loves their relationship. Yeah. Now no, we can get into really it. It's really good. <laughs> And I totally wouldn't have noticed those things. Like, it really went over my this, head. These are things you notice when you've watched the show 50 times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're driving me crazy! So, okay. So what happens? Uh, Justin is dancing. He's still a go-go dancer. <laughs> it seems like he's not really liking it. Saperstein gives him code? Yep. Question mark. Yeah. And he's, like, sleeping through his classes, and Brian offers to, like, buy his art um, to help him pay for school, because Justin previously was like, you can't just pay for me. Like, I have to provide a service, otherwise it is weird, Um, which, like, I understand. And also, like, getting paid for your art is, like, important, and, like, everyone should get paid for their art, so... um, Sorry if you hear the squeaking. Yeah. Eli found his squeaky banana. So I did hear it, and I was like, uh, "Is that my breathing?" Nope. It's. I don't know why that was my first squeaky thought. banana. It was. <laughs> Come here. Uh, hold on. Use your jaws. There we go. Yes. <laughs> good job. Good job, Eli. Oh. You're a good boy. He's so little. I know he's tiny. Um. Yeah, um, enjoy your squeaky banana. Don't bite me. Bite the banana. Yeah, and then, uh, like, because he's falling behind in his classes or whatever, he asks uh, Saperstein, his boss, if he can have the weekend off because he has to get it done, obviously. Um, and Saperstein is like, not my problem. Uh, so, uh, uh, if you want to keep your job and not take the weekend off you have to come to this private party um which basically turns into um a lot of like uh, it's a rape party like yeah it's yeah mm-hmm. yeah they drug the uh dancers and then rape them it really so. sucks that we don't find out what happens to that boy that we saw being raped in the episode yeah that, yeah. that really bothers me that justin just leaves and doesn't do anything about that Yes. I mean, in the moment, in the moment, of course, he's just trying to get himself out. But afterwards, yes, I have to tell yes. myself and that like, he doesn't really remember it. Probably not. Like you can, can see, 
because we're fight. watching him in the moment, mm-hmm. it looks like he wants to do something, but then he, like, gets handed that drink, and he mm-hmm. sips it, and, like, my problem is more so that, um, the, it looks, it comes across like the drug in the drink affects him too quickly, in my mm-hmm. opinion, even though I know we had previously seen him, like, um, smoking or whatever. Yeah, so. I think it was PCP that he was smoking, it wasn't weed. That's what I because, think, too. Yeah, he yeah, got really messed sense. up from it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, plus it would make sense with, like, um, I don't know if he, like, kicked or, like, punched or whatever. He um, kicked Saberstein. Yeah, like, the fact that he could actually put power behind yeah. that makes more sense with PCP than um, weed. Yeah. So. Um, it's frustrating to me that, yeah, there's not closure on this. Um, they keep going to Babylon. They keep giving yeah. Saberstein their money. And he will eventually lose control of the club. But... Oh, good, not, good, good. Not for a long time. And um, Justin, as far as we know, never tells Brian any of this about what happened. Yeah. And that's another thing that's in Fick a lot, is Justin telling him about that it. That would make sense to explore that mm-hmm. in Fick. Or not like it doesn't, not like these other things <laughs> don't make sense. They do, they do. It's my, um, my like gut reaction is like whether or not a thing makes Stop sense to me. Stop biting me, you crazy animal. He brings me his toy, and then when I don't throw it for him fast enough, he bites me. Oh yeah, that's not cute. He's evil. I mean, it is cute. I was um fixing my hair in the bathroom earlier. Oh, and um when I am in a room and Bulby cannot get to me, um whenever he pleases, he'll go outside the door until I open it for him. So I was like sitting in the bathroom waiting for the, like the dye to really like permeate the cuticles of my hair <laughs> and he was like trying to oh he heard me imitating him oh, so now he's, he's trying to join me um yeah but he was like i have to be with my mom or i will die <laughs> um so that sounds like yeah. eli i left to go get food today in the lobby and when i came back he was like oh my god i was gone for two minutes yeah yeah like he was always like this. Um, so it's not like anything new, but I feel like it's gotten worse since um, since the pandemic yeah. <laughs> began and we've all been inside our houses. So I know. Eli's never yeah. been away from me for more than like four hours. So oh, wow. I really wonder when that's going to happen, like how he'll deal with it. Yeah. Because he's usually just with me all the time. Like, he comes with me to work yeah. and hangs out while I babysit the baby. I mean, if you worked at Barry, because I know that that's your, like, mm-hmm. goal. Like, for our listeners who don't know, that's kind of a weird school. <laughs> Do you think they'd let for you your, bring the dog? Probably. For your future okay. of um, stalking Hannah, now we know where she went to high school. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you want, I can, like, no, um, cut it's it out. Fine. I don't give a shit. Yeah, if people I want mean, to find me, they can find me. <laughs> Stop <laughs> biting me! Um, okay, so... That final scene. Yeah. Oh, before, before that, uh, the scene at Emmett's party. Because there's an important part. There's the line when Justin says, you said that you wanted to make me the best homosexual I could possibly be. Oh, yes. Love yes. that line. That will come back again. Um, yeah, it was a good line. He's referencing episode 118. Um, which is when they're at the bar and Justin has just decided that he's not going to go to art school and say he's going to go to business school. 
And Brian says, after all the work yeah. I put in making you the best homosexual you could possibly be. Mm, so that is the reference there. Okay. And it will be referenced again. Yeah. It's one of my favorite little okay. recurring threads. Yes. It was um, really good. Yeah. And Brian just worrying about Justin throughout the episode is really sweet. Yes. It is very sweet. And I very much, like, do agree with Justin that it's important for him to be able to take care of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, financially, mentally, physically, like, because you can't guarantee that other people are yeah. always going to be there. And also, like, that's a big part of being becoming an adult, which is what Justin is doing, mm-hmm. is, like, learning to like work for money to take care of yourself yeah. so and that's um one of the reasons at the end that he takes it as a loan instead of a gift and mm-hmm. he gets it in writing that he's going to repay brian which i doubt ever yes. happens <laughs> probably not um i mean he only got the job at the diner so he could repay the damages on brian's credit card so the amount of money he owes brian at this point is exorbitant but um <laughs> It's, it's yeah. a very sweet scene when Brian comes home from being in jail and he feels like shit and he looks like crap, but he's still just like sweet to Justin and it's it's very nice. And immediately opens a beer when yes. he gets back at like in the morning. So uh, yes. they're lying in bed yes. together. They're going to have sex uh-huh. and Justin takes the condom. Yes. This was Randy Harrison's idea, the actor who plays Justin. Really? Yes, he insisted on this, in fact. He said the relationship was so wow. more heteronormative than a straight couple, which, like, T, and that they needed to have a scene with Justin Toppy Brian. Yeah, I mean, and also after, like, mm, almost being raped, yep. like, it makes sense because a lot of people, after being assaulted, um, will become... Like, this is sort of like the, there's like sort of like a pendulum Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of like what happens after people get raped. Either they become like super anti-sex or they um, become hypersexual. Mm -hmm. And uh, this kind of follows that same line of thinking of becoming hypersexual, even though that's like not what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. um, Because it's like about taking ownership. Yeah, we're not going to see a... I'm just was going to say a lot of we're not going to see any long term fallout from what happened to Justin at this party, which is frustrating. But kind of makes it's a TV show that that's what happens. I mean, it's like supernatural went into the trauma that they had from every single hunt. Like nothing would ever get done. (laughs) Like you can't do it. Not that we're talking about Supernatural on this podcast. What a dumbass show. I can't believe they only like made a canon in the fucking Spanish dub. In Italian now. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> racking up country. It's like translation rights. Um, yeah, it's... No. I was really into that fandom for a time. Um, yeah. Having the show finally end uh, <laughs> makes me feel like I'm, like, 14, 15 again. I know. Watching it on my, like, Tumblr dash. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Um, I was in college, but, like, same feeling. Uh, yes, um, yes. Yes, yeah, so Justin topping Brian. Um, the way Brian lets him do it is emotional for me. Just the way he resists a okay. little bit at first and then rolls over and he looks a little scared and he looks like he's in a little bit of pain and Justin like comforts him. You got to watch the scene again. You're making that face at me. You got to yeah, watch it again. Yeah, I think I do. So is the implication that he has never bottomed? There's a lot of debate about whether most people believe that he bottomed when he was younger but that he hasn't okay, done it in so a, while. a while 
Okay. Uh, there's debate about whether this is the first time Justin tops him or not. Mm. I say it's not, but that it's done very infrequently. Okay. Okay. Um, eh, there is there is one more sex scene later in the series where I think Justin is topping, but it's hard to tell. Um, but based on okay. the mood of the scene and what's going on, um, I choose to believe that that's what's happening. They're in a chair. It's hard to see what's happening. But um, mm. that's in season four. Okay. Um, yeah. Did I bring... Mm, never mind. Sorry. Mm. I just realized I think I left my knitting downstairs in our living room. So there's... Uh, any number of things could have happened to it. <laughs> um, most likely... Uh, either a cat eating the strings or a cat peeing on the whole fucking project. Eli so. just peed on my leggings a minute ago. Just just peed right Great. on my... Not, we... not leggings I was wearing, so there's that. Yeah, but still, but still it sucks. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, yeah, okay, so... Brian. Uh, he, his is the plot that I kind of, like, I don't really remember. Okay, clearly. Brian doesn't do a whole ton. This episode, mm-hmm. he worries about Justin... He gets extremely drunk with Ted, which I believe is because he was worried about Justin at that party and didn't want to think about it. Because oh, probably. we don't see Brian get that drunk ever. Yeah, um, I do love that he was drinking with Ted because of, <laughs> like, what is, wasn't it last season they were hanging out and it was awful, but this time they're hanging out and they're like, you know, they're kind of like enjoying each other's misery a little Ted bit. Ted and Brian are best friends in season five. And it's thank fucking it's god the best part of season five <laughs> by far. It's great. The two of them are fucking hilarious Good. together. I'm excited. They figure out sometime in season four that the two of them are really funny together, and Ted is going to start working for Brian. And so we oh, get all, yeah okay. we get all these scenes of them at work together, and it's it's yeah. so fun. They're hilarious. There's this amazing scene when Brian's helping Ted go through this dating website, and they're both just cracking up, and you can really tell the actors are just having a great time, and it's they have a great oh, dynamic. Good. Good. Brian calls him Theodore. Ted calls him Bry. It's very cute. Aww. Yeah, they're adorable. Um, but yeah, this is like one of the first scenes we get of them together. Besides that scene with that yeah. episode where they had to hang out. Um, yes. So they're getting very drunk. Um, and then Michael comes and is like, my mother hit me. And then they're in the car and Brian continues to be extremely drunk. And yes. then they end up in jail and... Brian says, who do I have to yes. blow to get a non-fat latte? And a hot officer walks in. He's like, if you say so. And uh, then he goes home to Justin. Yes. So that's, he yes. doesn't do that much. But he's great. Like, just being supportive yeah. boyfriend, trying to give Justin money. Yeah. Um, and he did kind of back off. Like, I feel like he was pushing kind of hard in the previous episode, mm-hmm. but less this one. He's really um, trying whatever he can do. He's trying different techniques to get through to Justin. Yeah, and he does mm-hmm. get through, but not really his own doing. No, but he doesn't so. know that. Yes, he doesn't need to know. He doesn't need to well, know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> um. uh, it would be nice, I think, if uh, Justin communicated about this. Wouldn't it be? Whatever. Yeah. So let's move on to... Fuck. Let's move on to fucking Emmett. I don't want to talk about <laughs> this... Because it was really, like, upsetting. I don't know. I liked seeing Emmett happy. Um, he and George are planning to just fucking vibe in Europe and travel the world for a while. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, yeah. And then uh, George is, like, 
horny. And so then they go into the airplane bathroom. Which are not even big enough for one person. They're not. They're really not. You can see how cramped they are. Yeah, but I hate watching that scene just because it's so claustrophobic. Like, I can't do it. Yes. I hate that um, Emmett, like, couldn't turn around to see that. Oh, God. It's so sad. George had kind of died. It was, like, such a sudden death in a way. I don't know. That's how they always do it on TV. Like, I know that's how it's done um, to make it easier on the actors and, like, where are you going to have someone die for, like, five full minutes? (laughs) Like, that would just be awful to watch. But, um, yeah. I, it really bothered me that he was kind of, like, flailing in the bathroom. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Oh, no. Oh, no. For what felt like to me for a long time, rather than... It's not a long time. I know, time. I know. I would have pref- I I act really fast mm-hmm. in situations like that, so it bothered me that <laughs> he didn't act as quickly as I would have. You know, like, I'm not trained in CPR, there's really nothing I could have done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But then also my second thought was, well... How is he going to get back? Obviously, now he has George's body to fucking return. He doesn't have as much money as George. Moving a body of, like, even just, like, across a few states is really expensive. Like, um, and I guarantee, like, he's not on... Well, I'm sure this will be seen, but I don't think he's on George's will. That will be discussed, yeah. So, like... Yeah, so how the fuck is he going to deal with this? Like, he probably has enough money to get himself back because he's got all that porn money, but, like... Yeah, I don't know. It's not discussed, obviously. The costs of moving a body aren't going to do I know. Yeah, so I don't have an answer for yeah. you. Um, this plot is sad. I'm always sad when I know we're getting to this episode because I love George. Yeah, he was a good guy, he and he was starting to, like, be so happy. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they chose to do this. I know. I think they just wanted to not have all of their characters tied down into these, like, permanent relationships. Because we know Brian and... It's not permanent. He was going to die anyway. Yeah, but we know Brian and Justin are long-term. Um, yeah. We know Ben and Michael are long-term. Like, we don't know it, but, like, we know yeah. it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then to have Emmett tied down, yeah. they like to have a certain number of them single at any given time. And the lesbians mm-hmm. are tied down, obviously. <laughs> yeah. We didn't really see them this episode. We didn't. All they great. did was put makeup on Debbie. I think Benny yes. and I were actually trying to figure out. They didn't out. do anything. Benny and I were trying to figure out if they're in every single episode. Benny thinks there's a few that they aren't. I think they're in every episode. I think they are in every episode. Um, yeah. I th- they're considered main cast. Yes, I agree. I think they're in every episode. Yeah. Um, and that they just had to throw them in whatever. somewhere here because they didn't have a plot for them. They actually yes. have a fun plot next episode. So that's... Oh, okay. Yeah, All that's right. That's good. Um, so I guess let's talk about Debbie, because I feel like there's really nothing else we can say yeah. about Emmett. It's just okay. Uh, Debbie goes on a date with a cop. Yeah, so I don't like um, that they're trying to make the pig seem like a decent person. And they're doing um, it by being like, he's racist, but he's trying. Yeah, like, all cops are bastards. Yes. There's no getting around that. Yep. 
but um, I suppose since I know that they will be dating, we kind of have to separate the man yep, from the badge. We do. Um, and uh, there are some things that I do like about him um, and Debbie. I like that uh, we kind of, like, he, I think, is there to show us Debbie being a good person, mm -hmm. you know? Like, her sort of taking the time to, like, talk through some of his, um, like, bigotry, which is, like, fine. Um, and, like, that makes it a little bit more interesting mm -hmm. to watch Debbie, because usually she's annoying and boring. I agree. Um, so she's gonna make him better, which is a little messed up, um, because women don't exist to make men better, even though TV, movies, and real-life men assume that that is the case. Um, and he is there to get the audience to kind of like <laughs> Debbie just a little Eli. bit. So, yeah, he's his purpose. I think is to show a growth arc that we don't really yeah. get because he does become very comfortable with everybody. He and Emmett will actually become quite close. Um, oh, okay, yeah. that's nice. Stop it. Um, and I do kind of agree with some of the things that Vic was saying about like, well, Debbie, you're only around gay men. Like you kind of like deserve to date or whatever. <laughs> and I liked when Debbie said he's so. a 55 year old straight guy with 55 year old straight guy attitudes, because I feel that way about mm -hmm. my dad a lot of the time. Could yes. you stop? My dad is 65, but, um, when I was watching this, he was 55 and, um, he has a hard time with things sometimes. Like, you know, I'm engaged to a non-binary person and he has a lot of questions about what that means and I can't answer all of yes. them. Um, but yeah. he, at the same time, admits, like, he's like, it's so important to be respectful and to call people what they want to be called. I just don't know. Yeah. And he's like, what do you think it feels like to be a woman? And I'm like, oh, dad, don't. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> so, um, but he, you know, he has questions and he's not ever going to fully understand it. And he does yeah. things that like say, my friend has a non-binary daughter. And I'm like, I wonder if daughter is the word you're supposed to be using. <laughs> um, but like, he is, yeah. he's trying. Child. Yeah kid he's <laughs> gender neutral yeah yeah and he's got his friend charlie who she uses they them pronouns according to him so it's like oh my god he's trying <laughs> he's trying it's so cute because you know it's like such a <laughs> like a beginner's attempt god i know? was on the phone with my grandmother my good grandmother the other day and we were talking about benny and my grandmother was great with the they them pronouns but okay. had a really hard time conjugating verbs around it I've, I've, yeah, witnessed people it struggling so with that, too. She was mm -hmm. trying so hard, and she just couldn't, she couldn't form sentences. And she was, like, an English Aww. professor. Oh, my God. It's just the same I as know, regular I I speaking. Like, really <laughs> and they're like, yeah. have they ever lived outside of Oregon in their lifetimes? Their lifetime? Like, how many lifetimes? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you're non-binary, you get more I than like, one lifetime. I, I was like, whichever, it's fine. <laughs> whichever you want. That's Anna. so funny. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, uh, Horvath reminds me of my dad in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think it's kind of realistic. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, like he's got a very straight, middle-aged Pittsburgh man 
uh, attitude. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Also, you know what? Um, it was very homophobic for um, the main characters of Happiest Season to be from Pittsburgh because mm. none of them said yins, and I'm realizing now that they never say yins or Danton in <laughs> this show. What is so, yins? Fake fans. What is yins? Yins means you all, um, but it's like how people in like um, Western Pennsylvania uh, refer to you all, y'all, use. It goes like that way into yins. Gotcha. Isn't that weird? It is weird. Did they mention queer as folk at all in Happiest Season? Mm, not that I remember. I think I'm going to watch it a second time. That's might also homophobic. I know. Being from Pittsburgh and not yes. referencing queer as folk as a gay. I know. And they made one of the main characters work at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, even though, like, everyone fucking hates the Post-Gazette, <laughs> and it's run by a bunch of capitalist pigs who, like, are really Republican. Well, it's... No one fucking reads it. It's the worst. Weird. So. Like the Washington Times, I guess. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Can you imagine reading the Washington Times? <laughs> no. I remember I saw an ad for it once when I was a child, and I was like, Mom, why don't we get that? And she was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, man. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, okay, so yes, Debbie goes on the date. Michael has a big problem with it, so he mouths off to a cop. It's, yes. it's really cringy to watch. Like, I did kind of, like, I agree. But also, I hate that he is being disrespectful because it's so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to watch. But I do really like the scene with him and Horvath at the end. When Horvath yes. says, I don't hate gays, I just don't get it. I was like, yeah, okay. like, that's realistic. Right. Yeah. But I also, like, totally, if that were me and my, like, super gay-friendly parent was dating a cop, I would be pissed. Yeah, I would too. Especially as a Jewish gay. Yeah. Like, hello, but, they want to kill us double. I know. We got to remember, though, that back in 2002, the anti-cop sentiment was not what it is now. Yeah, no, it's not. It was. It would be more, you know, if it was, if there was even one singular black person yeah. in this show. We're talking right? about <laughs> an immediate post 9-11 world. We loved Ugh. cops. God, that's so disgusting. I know, but Ugh. cop was like a thing of virtue back then. Yeah. Horrendous. But it was. Okay. I feel like that is it. Yeah, I think you're right. Um cool. So for let's do hot or not. Mm-hmm. My oh, fuck, I didn't even really think about I know, who my I hot is gonna go to. Um, okay. My hot is gonna go to It's gonna go to Debbie, okay. actually. For giving this guy a try and, like, you know, not taking shit from um, her kid. And, but also, you know, like, she allows room for both of these men to grow because it's necessary. And, like, she's not holding them to insane standards. Like, yeah. And she's, you know, putting herself out there trying to get her own happiness instead of, like, being up Michael's asshole yeah. every three seconds. So... So I'm yeah. torn between Brian and Emmett, but I don't like yeah. the way that Emmett acts when he's on the plane, when he's being really snobby. So I'm going to give it to Brian. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Brian is like the very picture of a supportive partner in this episode. 
and he does a great job. And there's that really cute scene when Justin's drawing and he comes up behind him and kisses him on the cheek and it's really adorable. So Yeah, it was very cute. Are you shitting in my closet? Yes, he is. Great. He's shitting in your closet? Yes. As we speak. Is he supposed to do that? Do you think he's supposed to do that? No, do you want to go and deal I'm with that? I'm not wearing any pants, so I can't like stand up on Zoom and like go deal with it. So I will close my it's, eyes. I will turn away. It's fine. Go go deal with all it. Alright, alright, hang on. Okay, yeah. I am so sorry. Oh, no, that he sucks. does that a lot. We're having a lot of trouble with potty training, which sucks. Fuck. He's good in Ugh. so many other ways, but we're having... Yeah. He's a good dog, but we're having a lot of trouble with that. Mm, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, I really wish I had advice to offer. It is what it is. It's a work in progress. They say it takes six months to fully potty train a dog. I've only had him for four. Okay, okay. So, yeah. we're working on it. He pees outside almost all the time. The peeing on the leggings was an exception. But he just yes. loves shitting in my house. Um, yeah, it's not great. Um, okay, for not. not. Yes, Eli. It's Eli. <laughs> yeah, if I could give it to your dog, I would, because he was not been nice to you no. in those ways today. No, but I'm actually going to give it to Michael, because um, he acts like a spoiled fucking brat. Yeah. Um, and the only good thing he did was try and stand up for his boyfriend. Like, mm-hmm. that was the only thing. So I should have given yeah. it to Ben for being so fucking patient with Debbie. Given hot. To Why? Ben. He's just trying to be nice. I know. I mean, I should have given him hot. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was great. So shout out to Ben. Yeah. Um, not. I don't hate anyone this episode. Yeah. But you know what? I'm going to give it to Debbie. Because okay. she yeah. doesn't call out Horvath's hum- like racist shit when they're out at dinner. And then she equates, yeah. she's like, yeah, I know how you feel because I'm, my son is dating someone with a disease that I saw ki- almost kill my brother. It's not the same thing as being black. Like, yep. we know I don't approve of Debbie discriminating against Ben, but it's still not the same thing. Yes. She has valid not. reasons for being worried about Michael here. Yes. So. I, yeah. But at the same time, like, I kind of understand why like how it came up it felt kind of natural in the conversation yeah, and on the first and like, date you're always trying to bond with them and find shared ground yeah and like not be rude or yeah. whatever like it yeah i could kind of let it go because i can tell already that she's gonna make him less she homophobic and less racist she will. So. well the racist thing doesn't come up again because there's no black people on the show but. god damn it okay next episode this is a really fun one Okay, I'm excited. This is called Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. Michael and Justin join forces to create their own comic book. I love the comic oh, book. Yes. The comic book is going to last us through the rest of the series. And Thank God. I love it very, very, very much. I'm really stoked. And it's, it's a great source of Justin and Michael scenes together, which I think are always really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emmett is barred from speaking at George's funeral. Mel- what the hell? Yeah. Melanie and Lindsay enlist Lita to help renovate their attic. We get to see Lita again! Fuck yes, yes. and I love renovation. Yes. Um, it, they're so bad at it, and it's so funny. <laughs> if you want to see lesbians just failing at being lesbians, it's, it's a fun episode. I love useless lesbians. And this is, so. I have to tell you, I don't want to tell you, but I'm going to tell you. Don't, no, wait, wait what? This is the last episode before things start to get really rough. The end of season two was hard. So this is like our last happy episode. Okay, so it's just going to be sad? It's going to be heavy. Okay, but it's it's not not going to be like... It's just 
it's just okay rough. okay you got me a little worried no, there no, it's like not i bad. know four and five aren't great yeah but... um it's not okay. it's not bad it's it's very well done but it's like you're not gonna enjoy what's happening <laughs> okay so it's gonna be a struggle to want to watch yes that that's fine i guess yeah. <laughs> whatever it's hard but it's it's gonna be okay okay so, i like sad things too, all right so though, you might like so it like maybe it'll be fine yeah um all right i guess i can deal with that um well my dumbass cat decided to rip out his fur because i wouldn't open the fucking door for him so we all have a bunch of animal i have to go clean up some dog shit in my closet so (sighs) all right thank you guys so much for listening you can go and find us on twitter at a little too harsh at hannah mosk and at jesse underscore quinn thank you guys for listening adopt a cat not a dog (laughs) 